And welcome to the Third Space Podcast, episode number 49, Father Bennett. I am Bennett, but I am not a father. The reason why the title of this episode is Father Bennett is because Daniel introduces a new segment called Father Bennett. This segment is similar to Mind Your Morals, but instead of being a broad moral uh, situation or ethical dilemma that we discuss objectively, it's a narrow parenting-focused situation that I basically give my own takes on, and I explain how I would behave in the particular situation. So we try that out in this episode uh, with a situation regarding a daughter who maybe tries to wear clothes that push the boundary a little bit, and I think it was a really fun, uh, a fun discussion. Who knows whether people will agree with my decisions or not? I don't care if you do either way, um, but hopefully it's entertaining. Uh, one way or the other. So without further ado, please enjoy the episode. Oh, you nailed it. I should have should have carried through. I was going to try to do the bass, uh, the bass line. Here's the truth. I took off my headphones to, uh, to do this one without laughing. Got it. Well, you you <laughs> nailed it, and you were pitched. So I didn't know you had even stopped. I was assuming perfect. we were like we were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new segment for us. Oh, excellent. What what is it? That was my segue. That's it. Uh, oh, that was the yeah. segue. <clears throat> there was no segue, but I'm excited about it. And I'm calling it Father Bennett. That's me. Yeah, that's but you. I'm not because a you're father. the. You are not. Uh, not in, not I that I know any of. sense of the word. You're not a. You're not a religious figure. You're not uh, a parent. But the scenario is, I'm gonna like this could be a recurring segment. We'll see how it goes. Um, and this has a lot of wiggle room. But I'm gonna present you uh, scenarios of varying. Uh, complexity. I mean, this one's, I'm just giving you one. So, but like different scenarios, I could give you a child, change the gender, the age, the whatever, um, and uh, the scenario, and just see how you'd respond uh, as a parent. And like the idea is that you will realistically respond. I mean, I guess you could just, I'll let you respond how you want, but the idea would be that you would actually try and sort through your thoughts, your actions, what your first step would be, what your emotional thought, what you'd be thinking along the way, all that stuff. Okay. Fair enough? Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Okay. So for this scenario, Father Bennett is the father of a teenage girl. She... Okay, let me stop you right there. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm going to keep going. Okay. She's 13 going on 14. Uh, she's been really pleasant uh, through the middle school years. They're supposed to be really tough, but honestly, you know, you feel like you've gotten Locked a little out. bit lucky. You know, yeah, she's got a good head on her shoulders. Parenting. She's, yeah, she's, well, she's respectful. She's academic. She trusts you generally, but you have noticed the beginning of ninth grade some stylistic choices differing in her clothing and recently she's remained respectful and it's kind of hard to put your thumb on it but clearly she's she she may be like you don't you're you're speculating here maybe she's has a friend who's maybe in the popular in crowd because she's clearly she's not by the way she's not like super dorky or a misfit but she's also not like Miss Popular, Mean Girl, or anything like that either. She's just sort of in between and discovering herself. Okay. And so that's the thing, is that that lately you've been a little bit concerned that she's, you know, gotten into some things. Like, she used to just not care about fashion. But, like, last weekend, uh-huh. her mom, your wife and her, uh, you know, went shopping. Or, you know, like, she's, she's more into clothes. She's like, I, Mom, I want some new clothes. I'm so tired. And just kind of that whiny teenager stuff. I'm tired. Of, I don't have anything to wear. Like, eh. And, okay. like, and, you're, and you just kind of bow out of that. Yes. So... 
so here's the scenario. So that's the context. Okay. Um, so your 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 wife, her mom, out of town, or she took a trip, so she's out of this scenario. But so I have um, to make the decision in whatever yeah. whatever this is. Yes. So so it's a Friday night football game, and there's a there's a uh, sock hop afterward. You a know, what? like a, a casual a casual dance. Uh, you know, this is the '50s. A sock hop. I don't know. Uh, there's a dance, but it's not like. Everyone takes dates. It's a it's a casual thing, and like and it's the big event of the evening. Uh, high school uh, dance slash sock hop, whatever. Um, you know, you just hop around in your socks. I guess. Is it all? I think that really is where it comes. All from. girls. Oh, no, no, no. It's a dance with. It's a social oh, well, situation. Then my daughter can't go to so, that anyway. So well, hold on. I'm not done. <laughs> so so uh, like you knew there was a football game you had and then and she, i also know what football is yes familiar like it's with the, that it's sport. The, and you're you're gonna have to drive her to the game and you've you've agreed to this already you're not happy about it but like whatever um you're telling me a comes, lot about what i am doing and thinking <laughs> that's okay i just need you to have the context of you're taking her to the I understand. football game right. i'm taking her to and the football game it's in this moment that you learn she's come out to present herself like it's after school in between like She's, you know, like, like, an hour. she's about to get in the car kind of thing. We're going to say an hour or so before you're departing, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And she's lets you know, she's or she's she says, like, she just comes out and she's wearing a, like, tighter, you know, like your typical, like, oh, no kind of moment. Like a low-cut top, uh, uh, two short shorts. Um, this is, and you're presuming this is what she, you're like, you, your first... Like, where did she get this? It must have been on that shopping trip. Um, and she men- she mentions the sock hop. And she's got a little bit of the attitude. Like, she knows a little bit of what she's done by presenting herself. And, and like, oh, and the sock hop. Uh, you know, obviously I'm doing that afterward. And the only added thing, you're going you're gonna to respond to all that. <laughs> the only added thing is if you're fresh, you know, if you're just learning of the sock hop, and she's like, oh, mom, like, already knew and is approved. And, like, she's just, an, if, if you're pushing back on the what, there's a sock hop. I mean, I'm imagining, like, if you're, you're, you didn't know Can we know stop this. using that maybe, word, sock hop? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I I've think never, it's hilarious. I've literally never heard that word in my life. So can we just call it a dance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just being funny because it's, like, <laughs> very 1950s. Okay. Like, <laughs> I'm just being stupid reasoning this 1950s <laughs> terminology. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So uh, she's going to the dance, and okay. So you you just basically take it away, but so, the second right. like you yeah. So just some clarifying in, clarifying stuff yeah, here. So all right, is it true that well, all right, where did she get the clothes? Is is that is do I just not Let's know? Say that it I don't was have that shopping. Yeah, I, I don't have. You don't that have information. that information, but like she's she. You can ask. I can be the. I don't want to role play this. This is not what I meant for it to evolve into. But like, like the, I will answer some of your questions. She, all you have is you don't know. And if you ask her that, uh-huh. she says that's uh, duh. I went. She might not say duh, but she has a little bit of that attitude of like, well, I went shopping with mom. What'd you think I got? Like, you know, paper towels. <laughs> I don't know. That little but like bitch. You're, you're, you're... That little bitch. <laughs> Go to your room. <laughs> Uh, um, so you presumably you take a breath like she's like when are we like yeah okay i don't this is not that hard for me i don't think um all right so th- there's there's only one there's one complicating factor and it really d- has nothing to do with um with my daughter or the clothes or anything it has to do with whether my wife approved of this right because like whoever whoever i married and had a daughter with is she's not gonna accept us having a slutty dressing daughter either right it's not gonna be something that my wife is cool with either straight to slutty too (laughs) yeah yeah so neither of us are having that we're not gonna have some slutty daughter um especially if she's ninth grade that's just not gonna happen right so if it's true that my wife bought these clothes or, or was present when they were bought, which I kind of doubt. I'm kind of doubting my daughter on this. Um, then 
then I then I have a difficult time picturing what the clothes actually are. So I might have to rely on your guidance. Like, are these clothes, like, do they definitely cross my slutty clothes boundary? And that's the point of the situation you're you're putting me in, or is it, you know, is is it is it the case that maybe these clothes are they're just a little different than what I'm used to, but they're not past my slutty boundary. All right. Well, then I will try to. I, so for the it's a it's a tight form fitting t shirt that V necks down, and you actually see cleavage and presume and then this is all startling for you because it's like you maybe haven't even seen your daughter's cleavage like presumably like since changing diapers. I don't think babies have cleavage. What is cleavage? When does it become cleavage? When it <laughs> when there's a when, I mean a cleavage a, is a physical description of like the you know the indentation between the boobs. Like okay, it doesn't have okay. to be boob yeah, yeah, cleavage yeah. can be anything with that little indentation. You can have cleavage in your car or something. I don't so, know. So okay. So but the the babies like the, uh, the babies like, probably so male, don't I mean really males have cleavage. Babies. We have cleavage. We have an area and and we well, have an area between the, and the yeah, if you're really fat, then it makes kind of a crease, and that's a, that's the cleavage. If you're okay. not, if and you don't have like you don't have big old <laughs> man pecs, then you're not really gonna have any cleavage there. Okay, but the point is, <clears throat> so she does have cleavage showing, and if you were to say this, see this on an adult woman, you would think that's hot. Uh, yeah, but it's not like but it's not oh, on my daughter. Not... <laughs> right, but. Um, <laughs> but, okay, all right. So I'm getting the picture of but it's the not, shirt. It's a tight, low cut shirt. Yeah. Okay, and and you said shorts as well. Je- These we'll are, say jean shorts. Jean shorts. And we're not and talking about butt hanging out where you can see the crease when you walk, like where the leg and the butt fat are. Like not that short, but it's like form fitting and gripping in the way that you could follow the seam of the jean to where it like, like goes in the crack of the butt like so it like really is a form like you just see the butt like really in a way all in ways that like would be generally i'll, I'll dare i say socially normed in but so like, yeah like it's only socially normed out it's only socially much. normed because other parents aren't like me and my wife and we don't lay down the law and keep our daughters from going out in slutty clothes that's why it's so socially normed <laughs> That is fair, and so so she would not potentially stand out terribly from others, uh, though. Like that is my the description I'm giving. But right. Well, also yeah, it's right. a it's a stark contrast of what she's used used to wear. Okay. Well, so given she, given this description, um, you know, it's not outrageous. Uh, it's not outrageous dress, but it is unacceptable dress. Um. So yeah, I would make her change clothes. Uh, sorry, you can't wear that. Um, or you're not going to the game, uh, basically. Um, and you know, if it's true that mom approved those clothes, then you know we gotta have a talking. We gotta have a talk about that too. Um, like I think so take I, me to I, the moment then she walks out and says, um, "I'll be ready in the next like half hour." Uh, and she's wearing the, these clothes for the first time you're seeing it. She's just she's not saying, "I'm wearing these clothes, Dad." She's just saying, "Hey, I'll be ready in ha- an hour, like like half an hour." And this is a so it's just a reminder. There's the uh, the dance afterwards, so it might be a little like longer. And if you don't mind, you know, please just make yourself like sparse, like no dad jokes and stuff like that. But that's what she says to you. Uh, and she's wearing those clothes. Do you? So are you addressing her in that? Like like wait a second, where'd you get those clothes? Like what do, what do, what are you? I would say, what, what are, are you, you wearing? What are you What are you wearing? Yeah, where did you get the Where did you get those clothes? Like, you're not going out in public wearing that, are you? So you So you really do? You immediately like? Yeah, I mean, this would This would not be a surprise to her either. Like, right? This, she would go. Oh, it's probably. I, feel I mean, like I'm setting myself up to role play. This yeah, like here. honestly, <laughs> this This situation wouldn't happen because. She would. I, she well, would, that's going to happen a lot with you if I if I if this game. You're no, I understand. It never would I happen it. because. No, I because, understand. I'm just saying my daughter would already know I would disapprove of these clothes, and so she would be wearing a hoodie or something like she would. She'd hide it. She would you're hide saying, you're it. Not denying she would rebel, but no, she I'm not would denying not. she would rebel. But if she wanted to wear these clothes, then she would hide it until the last possible moment. She would make it as difficult for me 
as possible to disallow her from doing this, right? So she would be wearing... How about... The, okay. Can I change the scenario a yeah. little then? Yeah, yeah. You're picking her up from the dance, and you had dropped her off with the hoodie and whatever, and you just really honestly had not thought yeah. the thing of it. It's the hoodie she wears I was the real, I was thinking you, about the football game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, tensions were fairly high because she had said... Uh, same scenario. She comes and says, "Hey, and don't forget the the so- I mean, the, the, the dances tonight." Uh, and you're like, "What?" And you're kind of annoyed, but in a pretty typical Bennett or Father Bennett way. Not in a <laughs> like this is just like I didn't know this. This is frustrating. Why wasn't this communicated earlier? And so, right. and she's just kind of had this like l- buzz of an attitude the whole time. Like, oh, this is. Mom, mom knew about it weeks ago, and like she, we've already promised. And you, maybe you even call your wife up, and she's like, "Yeah, sorry." It was like whatever you accept, and you're not fine. gonna like That's make fine. your daughter pay for it. But you're, but you're, you're. What I'm saying is like you're spent a little bit, and so you're picking her up at like ten thirty, and like you're just, just like whatever. Like you are not. Uh, and then she comes to the car in in said outfit and she's uh, she slipped she's up decide, she, she is not she, she didn't slip up or you don't know you how about that you, you don't you don't know yeah she just decided <laughs> she, just she kind of maybe car. maybe she wore the clothes she felt really confident because of it and had a good time and she thought yeah, and this is decided, who I, you're just so wrong yeah, this like, is who i really am to, yeah she needs to yeah, I, yeah, I need to break this me. i need to break yeah. through and yeah nothing bad yeah. happened and so you know all of Right. I would have I would have objected, but she, you know, she got away with it, and nothing bad happened. So that means my objections would have been wrong, right? So that's so kind of she what gets she's... in the car with almost a smirk, almost a like, now what, Dad? Your play, Father Bennett. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it is my play, and I would say the same thing. What do you think you're wearing? Like, what are you wearing right now? Where did you get those clothes? Did, were you in the dance like that? You are now disciplined. Like, you're not wearing that anymore, and no more dances, like, for some period of time. Like, I mean... <laughs> what, for, for the rest of my high school career? What are you doing? What are you saying? What are you, are you just punishing me? Like, is this all coming out of your mouth pretty, like, like, like immediately? Like, yeah. Like, like, let me lay this down. Like, yes. Like, it's time to, like, like, this is a controlling moment for Father Bennett. Like, yes. This is, like... Yeah, it's you, clear. Like this is this is the moment, right? The, I'm being tested, and I'm not going to fail the test immediately. It's I have eyes. I notice what's what's happening, and there's a problem. So yeah, I'm going to address that immediately. So yeah, you are like, and you're and you're addressing it with strength. I guess like it is one way to yeah, say, like, like you're, you're look, like I I wouldn't say I wouldn't discuss this in this particular moment. It would be a, it would you know, be at a later, later discussion point, but I understand the, uh, the necessity for your child to fit in to her social group. Right. Um, and so you can't have your kid wearing, you know, a burqa or something. And well, unless, you know, they're in a burqa type environment, but my daughter would, would not be like, she can't look exceptionally goofy compared to her friends, but I don't accept that that means you have to look slutty, right? So I think that there is there's tasteful, fashionable clothing, especially for thirteen year old girls, right? Like you don't have to have low cut shirts and booty shorts as a thirteen year old girl. You just don't have to have that. So you know what? Sorry if you if you don't like that you can't wear your prostitute clothes. Well, that's too bad, but maybe you and your mom can find some tasteful clothes that are still fashionable that you can wear. I'm okay with that. Even if it costs a little more to get some, you know, some tasteful clothes that you can feel proud of and brag about to your friends and say, oh, look, I got the latest, whatever, five-way stretch, (laughs) fancy teenager clothes. Um, That's okay. But you're just not going to wear, you're not going to wear that you're not going to wear that. You're not going to wear that out in public until you're older. I I guess all right, here are a couple of things I'll try and push back on or at least say like all right, well is there like you were right that this is a testing moment and that you were not like like you said you're not going to fail that test. Like you're not going to ignore this moment. Um I'm wondering if like because 
in some ways that's I don't know if it's too extreme, but like it's the nuclear option. It's like, all right, you've done this. Here are your consequences, and you know, and you're just not going to do this moving forward. And I wonder if this could potentially launch like it could like this like she's changing. She's exploring her identity, and now at this pivotal point, uh, like part of that identity might like you might. It seems like that could potentially uh, solidify her as the rebel. Like you'll either win or lo- like lose. And to me, like you'll, you might you might win and might you know. And she goes, "Dang it, you got me, Dad. I'm mad for a little while, and then I, and then she, or you might." Yeah. Like, so what are you suggesting? Really I do? take her off. What are you suggesting? I do relent and let her wear let her wear whatever she wants. Let my 13 year old daughter define her identity completely without any parental oversight. Well, I don't know. I want to respond to that in just a second. My other, yeah, like I really do want to explore that. So I'm not, I don't want to sidestep it as much as I want to just also get the other thing out. Are you setting yourself up for like now monitoring, like like having to approve? Like it, it feels like weird. Like now I have to, now I'm in this position of approving or like thumbs up and thumbs downing all the clothes or uh, at least for a while since trust has been violated or... Uh, like if we wanted to quantify how 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 big is the punishment? Because you might say, yeah, hey, you you can't go to the next dance uh, for the or or you're grounded and taking your phone for two weeks or I don't know, I don't know. But she wouldn't like, have a phone. I'd be curious. She's only thirteen. She wouldn't have a phone yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So okay. So she wouldn't have a phone, and uh, so yeah, you you might ground her in a tr- more traditional sense than like all her social activities. Uh, Flog, by the way, would that flogging. extend to if she if she was like a volleyball player? Let's say, would you say like you got to come home? Like you're missing practice this week, you're grounded. Like that's that's part of the other than school. Like you are done, or would you let her no, go to volleyball she, practice? Volleyball is would if that was the case, then practice is part of her responsibilities as a team member. She would still go to practice. Okay. Yeah. Um. Like, do you go on the next shopping trip or like like make the approval like um i don't do you, think so do they return the clothes or like... no i don't think so um yeah i imagine that <clears throat> my daughter by this point in her life would have heard me discuss uh women's fashion uh you know yeah. at some point and she probably knows like she knew when she wore the clothes that i would not approve right so she has some understanding of where that line is and maybe that line is a little fuzzy and that's valid, and there can be some discussion about you know making that line a little bit more clear. Um, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't desire or really think I would need to be fashion police and go on shopping trips and thumbs up, thumbs down things. I would just say, well, so let, let's be clear here too. In this situation, the she didn't do anything wrong in the first scenario you presented me, she wanted to wear some clothes and I said no. And okay, so she didn't do anything wrong. She just either was testing the boundaries or misunderstood what that boundary was. In the second scenario where she deceived me and wore the clothes that she knew that I wouldn't approve of, now she's done something wrong. So that deserves uh, some sort of punishment or discipline, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and there would have to be a discussion about why, why it was wrong. Okay, you deceived, you deceived me, and so that's that's the reason you're getting the punishment. Now, if you want to prevent this kind of thing in the future, we can talk about why these clothes are unacceptable, and that would require you know more more nuance. Um, well, it made me think about this, like if I train, change the scenario slightly, and she decided, and you or you deeply suspected she decided to play innocent, so she gets in the car with. So she did the hoodie thing, gets in the car, and doesn't have a smirker on her face. She's trying to play, and, and you're like, what are you doing? You know, Maybe that's your opening question. What, what is that? And, and she's like, what? Oh, these are just the clothes that we got. Wait, you're upset? Wait, I had no idea. I can't believe this. Dad, come on. It's just like, this is just a, an Air Apostle shirt or something. I don't know, <laughs> whatever. Um, like, like, there's an issue because I feel like she's not having a good faith conversation. Like she's, or at least this, that's like deeply 
mm-hmm. and for the sake of this experiment, she's like she's like really committing to this really a, a additional lie. She's doubling down, like she's yeah. knowingly. Yeah, well, I'm like, not buying it, and it doesn't really change my response. Right. So, do you also do you up do you revisit in another conversation? Maybe like look like. I, like, how important is it for her to come to that truth? Or does it not matter? She's like, I already know. And, like, please don't lie again. But, like, that, I just, I just know. Like, I don't know. How do you, because there's so many layers here. This rebellion and then trying to play the innocent. Because this seems, like, pretty realistic. This scenario seems realistic. Um, and I'm wondering. So, so here's me. I was thinking, like, I don't know, by the way, how to, how to, to deal with this. I don't have some magical answer. But I do... I do wonder if, like, clearly you're being tested. Clearly, you got to acknowledge it, and clearly there should be consequences. So I'm, I'm with you all on all of that. I just don't. I think that I, I think I all right. I found out. I found the answer. Okay. Okay. So go ahead. All right. So I have to hire one of my buddies, <laughs> or ask them for. <laughs> Ask them for a favor or something. Like, I have to say, you know, I have to say, look, I don't like, like, so on the, when this event happens the first time, I have to say, listen, sweetie, I don't like you wearing this, but you, you mean, listen, slut. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> listen, you slutty little sweetie. Do you um, want to be a slut when you grow up? Is that what you, <laughs> sorry, I, look, I totally, you, I don't, I, I, that word's so harsh to me. I don't know. It is pretty it's harsh. Especially like, it's worse than just like bitch has been more normalized than slut, like <laughs> slug and it. And anyway, um, I was I, I zoned out. I like, back up and say you hired right. a friend. No, no, no. All right. So in the in the first instance when um, you know when she comes out in the clothes or whatever, I say, look, I I don't really approve of these clothes, but you're an independent young lady finding your identity, and you know, okay, sweetheart, you can do whatever you want. And, you know, she goes off to the, uh, to the dance. Um, and so maybe at the next dance she's wearing, maybe she takes it a step further or maybe not. Maybe it's the same outfit, whatever the case. Anyway, I have to hire a buddy or, or get a buddy to conspire with me. And he's going to, I don't know, look as creepy as possible and hang out outside of the, uh, the gymnasium doors uh, and then when she, you know, comes out to get picked up from the dance, then he's got to be like, hey there, toots. Hey there, hot stuff. Oh, I love that cleavage. Oh, oh. oh look at that Aeropostle five-way stretch. Oh, I love it. Mm, those denim shorts that are, your butt's not hanging out, but they're tight and like just, oh, I love loving those shorts. You're looking real slutty. Love it. Anyway, all that kind of stuff, and you know, really, really let her have it um, on the uh, on the content of her dress, and that way, this win win, right? I'm not the bad guy. Win win win. Everyone, yeah. I'm not the bad guy. Some eye candy, you know. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Look. You're, your daughter gets shamed. She shamed appropriately you know, within reason. Yeah, you know, pro- right. Like, it's precisely, not... it sounds like precisely shamed. Precisely shamed. Very. <laughs> that's, I, how, look, that's how you've coached your friend. Look, that he exact, precise yes. shaming. Precise like, shaming. I don't, look, I don't want you to just. There's no danger, right? This is a friend that I trust. I didn't actually get you know a stranger, or a homeless guy, or whatever to do this. So there's no real yeah. danger. Um, I'm not the bad guy. My daughter gets in the car crying, saying, Daddy, some creepy guy that looks like your friend was just saying nasty <laughs> things to me. And I'd be like, well... Nasty well, and oddly specific. Oddly specific about like my dress. He mirrored your yeah. be- beliefs exactly. Yeah, right. And I would say, well, you know, the world is Sounds a... like a wise but creepy old older man that yeah. shouldn't be... <laughs> yeah. Well, first off, you know, he shouldn't be there. We should probably call out campus security. Um, but secondly, you know, that's what happens when you choose to wear clothes that reveal your, your body in this way. And maybe you should think about wearing... Uh, clothes, clothing that doesn't provide those kinds of opportunities, sweetheart. And that's what happens. <laughs> oh, so there, man. I mean, we well, so know one of two options. It. You're so ready for fatherhood, man. <laughs> one of two options, like you know, I can handle it myself, or you know, I've got the, I've got the win-win. Oh man, 
that's uh, <laughs> I <laughs> I mean because I'm guessing the real answer is not like not a since we're not psychologists and don't have the research and literature in front of us it's not going to be that interesting but I'd like to think I'd say something like like I, I would I would have to establish that I see this and that I disapprove but and I don't want to be too gentle and oh man this is where like I don't I don't know like like you knew this you knew this would frustrate me right like I'd have to start from a position of of and let's say they denied it right the girl was like no what are you talking about why are you and then we have to back up further but I'm gonna guess that like given everything in the relationship they're gonna say yeah look I knew it's all right well well, walk me through your choices. Like, I want to hear you out here. Like, what's going on? And I guess the yeah. most important thing is less about how, what I'm saying than how I'm saying it. That like, and like, and I'm pretty calm. And like, I'm not, I'm not fired up and angry. I'm just like, well, look, like, yeah, this wouldn't make why? me. It wouldn't make me angry. This wouldn't be an, an anger-inducing, uh situation i don't care so much about it's a classically it angers fathers in a classic sense that like oh their daughter is becoming a sexual creature like it's like and they don't like handle that well and so that's part of their like they they want to preserve the innocence and uh and they're they they also like have keen insight in what it means to be a man and a a boy and all you know and everything in between that uh and like so that is a (laughs) the the transition from adult from boyhood to adult uh, manhood is what i'm saying yeah and and that just like so so with this 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 carnal knowledge <laughs> that, right. i don't know <laughs> with this this i and their daughter like they, they just don't handle it well and i think the daughter like is absolutely oversimplified and and oversimplifying oversimplifying doesn't have access to all that knowledge is is naive in so many ways but ironically casting the the father is like naive and out of touch and all of that um so yeah i just i just would want to best like disapprove and have a consequence without uh without like making this like we're engaging now in a battle um yeah i mean i think that battles battles are inevitable um like you're you you are going to have battles uh and it is my intent to win those battles Uh, like that's just the way like all right as a parent uh my job is to not only not only provide the rules and the, the guidelines for behavior, but the reasoning for it as well. And as long as I do that, then I've kind of fulfilled my obligations. Um, where, where you were saying, you know, kind of walk me through what you were thinking here. I don't care so much about that because it's kind of irrelevant. Like, I don't, I don't care what your thought process was. The, the end result is that you made the wrong decision. Uh, and, you know, you tried to wear these clothes that you knew I would disapprove of. Now, it's, is it nice to have that really close, you know, relationship where you can discuss all that stuff? Yeah, maybe, but your kids aren't your friends. They're your kids, and it's your job to set the boundaries. Um, yeah, okay. Yes, and I think I would have probably somewhat similar boundaries to you. I mean, I think so. And so I think that it like. I don't actually care what they say when uh, when they give their reasons. I just need to make a space for them to feel heard. And the reason is like I actually think I, I misspoke. And it you're right. There are battles, and it is a battle. But I don't. I think the most effective strategy to win that battle is to uh, frame it as if it's not a battle, at least to them. Um, and behind the scenes it's kind of like teaching like i have objectives for a particular piece of literature that i want to get them to and i want to guide them there but i don't just say this is it this is where we're going i kind of go what are your thoughts oh really and then i mold and guide and get them to those objectives Mm -hmm. um and so it's just so i just it's 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 a strategy thing is yeah like i think my my what i'm going to do is i'm going to create buy-in by listening to them 
talking it out and all of those those strategies but it is a battle like it is yeah i mean i would certainly you know i would certainly ask you know why do you want to wear this and the inevitable answer would be all my friends are this is what is popular right now blah 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 blah. and that's where i would say like okay well you and your mom can go get you some clothes that you think are fashionable but that aren't you know slut clothes um (laughs) and because my objection is not to you know, you being fashionable or fitting in with your friends. I do not have any objection with that, but you know, there, you know, some clothes are just across the line. Um, and, and those are young if, lady. Like, I do wonder if there's a victory more long-term in that, like, so, so let's say everything I described is in my, like better to have that conversation and kind of, and have the consequences and make sure that, and the consequences are about misleading me, you know, and intentionally diverting out, you know, like subverting our uh, expectations. And, and, and in essence, that's a lie, you know, it's not, and so yeah, I mean, uh, there'd be punishment there. And then I would also say there might be compromise and okay, because this, it, what I'm describing, I think the clothes, this particular outfit, like is right up to the line. And so the compromise might be like, okay, fine, that is it but you've we're never like you've just like like you're so lucky to have that granted that like you don't even try going an inch further an inch further in fact it could all come crashing back like if you even try to go further than that i'm gonna rein it in so tight you don't even want to know or or so far or whatever and like so i just am wondering like yeah i mean when i say compromise i'm not saying like let the kids get their way as much as i'm saying like well, you have now, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, to, I'm wondering, I guess, big picture, to what degree do we, do you compromise with well, kids? Well, a lot because depends on the, will, the specific yeah. clothes too, right? Like the way you describe, it's hard for me to picture exactly what you're talking about. And it wasn't there a famous, uh, there's a famous legal line from some, some judge or justice saying about pornography, you know, I don't know how to define it, but I know it when I see it. You know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same that. thing. Like, I, maybe I can't exactly describe what a slutty outfit for a 13-year-old is, but I know it when I see it. And so, you know, we could maybe find some agreement on, okay, the shorts just can't be, you know, this partic- this tight or this short or whatever, and the shirt can't be this low cut, but it can still be, you know, on-brand and fashionable, but just this particular one is not you know, not acceptable. Um, like I think yeah. there's a lot of wiggle room there, honestly. Um, and I also too, too I think... like I mentioned, you know, my job as a parent is to set the rules and then explain why the rules are the way they are. And we didn't really, we didn't really talk about that, but I would make it very clear, you know, cause obviously I'm going to get some pushback and, and rebellion on this. And if it is a battle, then it's my job to say like, Listen, I'm not doing this just beca- just to battle you. I'm not doing this because I want to thwart you or make you unpopular. I'm doing it because by wearing clothes like this, you may not realize it right now, but there are people out there that are either your peers or creepy old men standing outside the gymnasium who are looking at you with sexual eyes, right? They and like there are dangers to young women. Uh, from these kinds of people that make, you're not even thinking about, you're not even aware of, but that happen, you know, all the time. And you don't want to fall prey to that. In addition, there are consequences for yourself because by, again, you may only be doing it now because you want to be popular and fit in with your friends, but it, uh, it, it puts forward a style of dressing yourself in a sexual manner essentially objectifying yourself and and not putting focus on the things that maybe should be more attractive about you. It's instead putting all that stuff to the side and making yourself only a sexual object. Um, and, and those are all the reasons why you can't wear these slut clothes, sweetheart. <laughs> I do... I do think, unfortunately, it's so true that... I mean, first, like, fake it till you make it and fake it till you become it. That's an that's true and that like so what happens when like the norm becomes like overly sexualized teens and preteens that like you know like like that's 
that becomes their norm before they even understand yeah. that's just how they're presenting themselves and then they like it's well normal and, and they that make it it they're, is they're making it at that point and they become it or yes make it well and it is normal. normed has been become normed because parents broadly have not you know they've not uh been willing to have this conflict um and have just kind of gone along with whatever yeah, we've talked a lot about social media too, and I know like the weird connection. Oh, yeah. It's just the bane of our existence because what it did is it sort of it seemed to me that maybe twenty years ago or or even pre social media, it was just that like there was a high school style of clothes, and there was a college, and then there was young professional, and just very clear and it markers of style and age and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think social media is just sort of like done away like because uh, what ninth grade girl wouldn't want to dress like the cool 23 year old celebrity mm-hmm. so like all the style has just there's no delineation anymore so you have the trendsetters and those are the oldest because you know that means a lot in in young people hierarchy so oldest of the young right not too old to be uncool but like oldest of the young which you know your celebrities can be 18 23 whatever mm-hmm. and then they they're they're, they're trend setting and then so then all the college people are wearing it so therefore all the high school people are wearing it therefore all the middle school are wearing it it's like right okay. and regardless of the fact that my daughter wouldn't have social media at 13 um her friends may uh, right and that's so the thing social media be... will influence your kid deeply <laughs> yeah, even if they don't have it just because that even not having it obviously is going to put her as an outsider in that regard. She might even like best case scenario. She's thankful for that and more well adjusted. Like that's best case scenario, but like that still she's going to learn of bullying or soothe mm-hmm. her friends in crisis or uh, like, you know, be tangentially aware and eventually aware of when she, when she does step into those waters, um, you know, so. Well, I would hope the hope it, like you told me that my daughter we haven't really we've gotten along really well. She has a good head on her shoulders, and you know she's not been uh, terrible for a teen so far. So all of that given, hopefully in the non-contentious situations, we've had plenty of time to talk about, um, you know what's right and wrong and how you should behave and all of that sort of thing, so that. You know, she's at least armed with the rationale. And so when she's out there with her friends, maybe her friends are in a situation bullying or some fashion thing or whatever, maybe some of that sinks in and she can express that. And like if 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 everyone was armed with that same sort of knowledge base, then it would be better for better for everyone. And it wouldn't be let me parenting by social media. One thing that floats around in teacher in teacher land and I'm in parenthood and, and all of this is that as we are trying to get our our kids to do the things we want them to do and and, and in some ways you could frame that as like live the good life and be moral, like they're actually saying but don't but in your um in your teaching and in your parenting, don't moralize the behavior so like if they do something wrong to say like shame on you or that was wrong you made a bad mistake like they're saying that's not uh as effective i mean there should be consequences there should be boundaries but to be very conscious about not making it like that behavior you were bad you were bad doing this like mm. you were uh what are your thoughts on and or even celebrating like for instance if they do something good in like academics, instead of saying you're smart, they say you should praise the effort. You you worked really hard and had a great result. That's awesome. And to do that is even better. Because um, uh, if you set them up as a smart, like they are just intelligent, then when they, you know, get a bad grade, they feel like oh, then I must not be intelligent. Versus you could say hey, maybe you didn't work that hard on that one. Um, no, I think I disagree with that. My gut reaction is to disagree. I mean, my gut reaction is always to just tell the truth, right? And so if my child does something bad, then I'm going to say that they did something bad. Um, Like I'm going to make that moral call. Uh, Now, how heavily you want to lean into that, certainly there's a bad way to go about it. 
but um, well, look, look at me saying there's a bad way. Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Maybe I should say the way you chose was just not ideal. Um, you didn't put enough effort into choosing the way. No, I think there. I mean, there is right and wrong, and you, you know, if you're being a bad person, then you know you should say that. You should say there are bad ways to be. There are bad ways to behave. There are bad people in the world, and there are good people in the world, and you can categorize those. Um, with respect to great, are you smart or not? I, pe- some people are smart and some people are not smart. Is my daughter smart? If so, then I'll say, wow, you're really smart. If she's not smart, well, then I won't say that. <laughs> would, you just, would you be more likely to say like nothing or would you just kind of say, look, I'll give you an ex- like exact approx- a specific approximation of your intelligence, but it ain't that high. <laughs> I, I mean, there are probably more diplomatic ways to say that. I think in that situation, well, look, there are two main ways to succeed. Be smart or work really hard or, you know, obviously a combination of both will do even better. So if, yeah, if my daughter was not that smart, then I would encourage her to work really hard. What about um, this? Dad, I'm bad at math. She's in ninth grade. She's getting B's and C's. Well, in she's math. a female, oh. so that's... <laughs> so of course you are. Again, like, just say just say the truth, like you know. <laughs> but what, like, would yeah. you be more inclined um, to say, "Hey, look, like, let's not put yourself in a box." Like, yeah, you're, you're, I, yeah. you're, you're producing a narrative about this. But yeah, it doesn't I, matter how bad you are at math. No one is that bad at ninth grade math. So you can do it. Um, I, <laughs> and if you continue doing that bad, pointing to her test, yeah, right, exactly. You're just you're just a lazy slut. <laughs> what's hap- what has happened to you? Um, yeah, like obviously, I'm pretty good at math, and you know, I probably would get my kids started on math early and outside of school as well. Um, and so, yeah, I would probably have a good idea of where my kids are in terms of their math ability. And, yeah, certainly any math struggles they have, I would, you know, I'd be able to help with that. Um, so, yeah. What, that, is, what about that, just the genuine question, Dad, am I a younger kid? Dad, uh-huh. am I good at math? And uh, and the your indication, you might even have a hard time answering that. Like, yeah. what, what, is what, a, what does a six-year-old old? good at math look like? Yeah, there's like, no, you know? I mean... No, that's a hard. Is good at math. That's a hard. Yeah, exactly. That's a hard. Put fill in the blank, Dad. So am I not am I good at? You're an adult. There's, yeah, know, right, Dad. Am I good at? Will be very whatever. good. So like, that should be freedom. I'm telling you the truth, and it's freeing. Accept it now that you're bad at everything. Yeah. Even if you're the best six year old at it, you're bad at it. Well, I wouldn't say it like that to a six year old. Um. Not to a six-year-old. Your art is not going on the refrigerator. Well, that's do true. You see, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do look, you see this painting that David made? Like, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Like, if they can do better than me at whatever it is they're asking, then I would say, yeah, you're good at that. Um, <laughs> but this parenting strategy won't work for David because in terms of art, you know, like they'll beat him pretty handily quickly. And so <laughs> really quickly. And so he, is, he, he won't have any way to orient himself. Oh, yeah, you're good at art. And meanwhile, they're drawing like a, a square with three lines out of it and calling it an elephant. <laughs> Very funny. Um, but yeah, like I would probably, uh, you know, it. Yeah, I would have to come up with some sort of uh, some sort of way to to frame it. I would probably be like, um, I don't know. I could be really lame and say, "Well, do you think you're good at it?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Or, or just say like, you know, if it's art, oh, I really like that. Is it good? I really like it. There we go. That's true. Sure, I like it. You produced it, kid of mine. You don't. You probably don't. Let's be honest. Bennett doesn't like kid art. (laughs) Well, it depends. I mean, it depends on what it is. Like, I, I would like. It depends what it is. Is it an alligator? I like it. Sure. Is it a helicopter? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Great. Um. You know, I, I might have some critiques. I might say, like, oh, well, you know, where are the teeth? You didn't draw the teeth big enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And sure, that add, be, that add the teeth. That would be good, too. There is we that, go. That they, at a young age, they get used to small critiques that are gentle. I like the alligator. Where are the teeth? Like, that sounds good to me. Yeah, that's a great thing. And then, like, not only do they learn how to take simple, gentle critiques, they 
end up with an alligator that has teeth, which like obviously <laughs> yeah, <better product. laughs> you don't want a drawing of an alligator without teeth. That would not be okay. Yeah, yeah basically, Imagine. I think I I think I knocked this one out of the park. Um, <laughs> and I might go out and sire some children now. I just like we we you won't have the case study until like happens and the kid like I know like yeah. go to war with a teenage girl oh man like yeah obviously yeah it's not it's not always easy and like the things you know it's, it, in a way it's both easy and difficult for me to answer these questions on the spot uh on the on the easy side it's because it's not real and. I don't have any consequences for making for for saying what I say, you know, on on the podcast. On the hard side, though, like I also don't have the benefit of reality. Like in the actual situation, I would ha- already have a relationship with my kid. I would already know all of the context. Uh, I would already have the benefit of all of our previous conversations. I would know what she knows, and I would know what to expect of her behavior. You know. And I don't have any of that in this situation, so I might start with like a younger baby next time. You know, I don't want to give any. I'll yeah, sure. No, you should. So. I, I would. I really like this. Uh, I like this idea. It makes for a good conversation, I think. And um, uh, I can also pitch my radical parenting styles um, and solutions every now and then. You'll learn a thing or two. Yeah, you yeah, could learn yeah. a thing or two. I mean, you're pro- You're up for kids before I am. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so yeah, I'll try my best to prepare you. Um, prepare you for fatherhood. <laughs> go back to listen to these conversations. Oh, Wait, Father Bennett. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. Her uh, jeans are tight. Quick, uh, get podcast number fifty-one or whatever. Bennett, get your get your best uh, fake beard and homeless clothes <laughs> yeah. and show up outside of the gym eight p.m. <laughs> I would do that for you, my friend, if I had oh, to. I appreciate that. I would. I would stare at your. your I would ogle. I would ogle and catcall. Ogle and catcall your thirteen-year-old daughter if if you had to out of In love. In the name of friendship. <laughs> I will ogle and slut shame your thirteen-year-old daughter in the name of our friendship. All right. Hey there. Hey there. Oh, is that the end? Are we ending? It? I feel like that's the perfect ending line. All right. That's it. All right. Did it? Did it? Did it?